my first ever trading account i made so much money and it was beginners like i had no idea what i was doing i remember i got paid and i deposited i think it was about thirty-five thousand, my whole salary into trading wow i traded uh, it's a currency pay called usdjpy is the dollar against the japanese yen when i woke up in the morning i was sitting at eighty-seven thousand rands in profit hectic and i withdrew the money it came into my account and then that was it i was like i have to learn this thing hi tribe welcome to the label lion show where we talk all things marketing brand building business mindset and sometimes pop culture i'm your host label lion known as the voice of marketing and today we're going to have a really really fun conversation with somebody who's an expert in all things forex now we know that the festive season is upon us and some of us are looking for some extra money to make some of us are thinking about what should we be doing next year to make our lives our dream lives and to build lives that we love and i think having a conversation about money how to make more money understanding how money moves is very important and you know that on this podcast we've been talking about forex we have had conversations and conversations but it's still murky waters for us and i think today's guest is not only going to make forex relatable to us but he's really going to unpack it in a way that makes it easy for us to participate in something like forex before we have a conversation with our guests don't forget to like share subscribe do all the things that make this podcast grow, that help people access the amazing knowledge that we have from all our guests, and that help us move forward in the right direction. Grab a cup of tea, grab a cup of whatever you need to find somewhere comfortable to sit because we're about to have a mind-blowing conversation. As you know, on this podcast, we don't introduce our guests, they introduce themselves. So Isaac, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you for coming. Tell okay. us, who are you? Who is Isaac with 102K <laughs> followers on Instagram? Tell us about yourself. <laughs> That's a good question. Who is Isaac? I wish I knew as well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, first of all, shout out to all the viewers. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. It's really uh, an amazing platform. Uh, great work that you're doing here. Thank really you. honored to be here. Um, so who is Isaac? Um, I'm just a simple guy, man. Uh, my name is Isaac. I'm originally from Limpopo. Mm. On Instagram, I'm known as Isaac Easy. I am a professional forex trader, and I'm a child of God. I'm a businessman. I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. Quite a lot of things. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a multi-hyphenate. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yes, uh, uh, yes uh, I, I do quite a lot, of, a lot of things, but I think for the purpose of today's um, conversation, I'm wearing the cap of a professional Forex trader. Okay, yes. so, you know, this conversation about Forex, and I'm yes. so glad that you're here, because when I look at you, I see the average 
su- successful South African, you know, a guy who most people can relate to, yeah. you know, but you've obviously done a lot of work and you're succeeding. That's what I see when I look at you. And I think that's a very important representation because I don't really see that when I look at things concerning Forex, right? Yeah. So what made somebody like you, a young man from Limpopo, decide to get into Forex of all things? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a funny conversation. Uh, maybe just to give you a bit of a bit of a background, uh, my professional background. So I started I was an, out as a sales intern. So from graduating, I studied business management. Mm-hmm. Um, so from graduating, I started as an intern um, at a at a dealership as a sales intern, and then from there I worked my way up in the corporate ladder to becoming an assistant manager, assistant sales manager. But during those years, I got introduced into Forex trading. How I got introduced into Forex trading was funny story again, and I laughed at in the story. <laughs> I love how you're laughing before you even <laughs> tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that was uh, about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was back home in Limpopo. So, you know, as our th- I was a, a young kid, I was probably about 20 years old, and I was... Um, being a salesperson, I had a, a, what you call, a company car. You know, it's a big brand in South Africa. Mm-hmm. They're not paying me for this, so I'm not going to mention it. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's a, big, it's a big car brand. So I was dri- I had um, a, a company car. So a young kid like me at the age of 20 going home in Limpopo, the township that I come from, I mean, that's, it's, it's unheard of, you know. Mm. Um, it's it's a f- we don't even, you know. There's a, I always used to say our environment, our background didn't even allow us to dream that big, mm. right? So having went there, I'm chilling with my boys, people that I grew up with, and then you know, as young kids with our stupid beds and whatnot, and <laughs> so one of my friends where we were chilling, his girlfriend passed by, right? And I was like, you know, when this chick doesn't like you, if I want, I could take her. Ah, you the know? audacity. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm saying. It's a funny story. <laughs> so I love telling. And I was a kid. Yes. I've repented now. I'm a child of God. I okay. don't do those things anymore. Okay. Okay. So it was a bet, but I don't think you can. Then I was like, okay, cool. So I drove up with the car and gave her a lift. And, you know, I got her number, came back with her, dropped her off, and he saw her in the car. And I showed him, "Wow, I got your girl's number. Mm-hmm. Right? The homeboy got so mad, he left. And he disappeared for a period of about three or four months or so. Wow. He came back with a brand new car. Wow. Okay. Right? So now, me being me, remember now, this is not, this is not my car. Yeah. It's a company car. Now, this is his car. Yes. You know, the competitive nature in me say, how did you do it? <laughs> if you can do it, I can do it, you yes. know. Um, but it's amazing that out of something that was so stupid and foolish, you know, it birthed this. You, you get what I'm saying? So that's mm. when I got introduced into Forex because he was trading Forex. And that's how he managed to buy that. Because, you know, this is what I'm doing. See, it's fine. You can have your girl back. But can we talk about this? <laughs> so you actually <laughs> took his girl. <laughs> Oh my no. goodness! <laughs> Men play rough. <laughs> Men play no, rough. I didn't take her to continue with with whatever yeah. relationship. But yeah, it's just for that day. I managed to get her numbers and and so forth. But it's amazing how life works. That how something so 
trivial know, exactly yeah could, could do something like that and then yeah he came back very successful very moneyed and also young you know i was inspired it's like okay what is this thing that you're doing because from a very very young age i, I started my first business i was in primary school mm. when i started my first business so i've always been about business i've always been about multiple streams of income i've always done so many things from high school in college even when i was an intern there were other few things i was doing um i remember just uh, a few days ago i was going through my hard drive i saw one of my businesses i used to do transport services wow i saw the logo i was like wow i really come from far yeah you get what i'm saying so the interest was was already there for me to look for more you know avenues to create income mm. so when i saw that and i saw that he did it i was like you have to teach me this thing right and for me, you know, my story is quite different from, you know, an average South African that gets into forex trading. A lot of people come into it and they lose so much money that they don't believe in it. My first ever trading account, I made so much money and it was beginners like I had no idea what I was doing. I remember I got paid and I deposited, I think it was about 35000 my whole salary, into trading. Wow. I traded, uh, it's a currency pay called USDJPY, is the dollar against the Japanese yen. When I woke up in the morning, I was sitting at 87,000 rands in profit. Hectic. And I withdrew the money, it came into my account, and then that was it. I was like, I have to let this thing, because I saw it's real. So for me, it wasn't a matter of, I need to, does this really work? Can mm. I, you know, I saw the first time, I tried it. And obviously after that, the money went back to the market because I yeah. didn't know what I was doing. Yes. But that's how I became a trader. So I from see. there, I just started, you know, learning. I started meeting other traders and it wasn't as big as it is now. This was... 10 years ago. Yes. Yeah. This was before your Instagram, Facebook was there and mm. all of that. There wasn't a lot of traders that were out there. So it was only a few of us. And... You know, I just started learning from other people. I started doing my research. I'm a very uh, inquisitive person. I'm a very curious person. So I just started studying this whole thing. Um, and then, yeah, the rest is history. Guys, the limit. Yeah. You yeah. know what I love about your stories? You speak mm. about having the impetus, right? Yeah. Basically, the motivation. What yeah. gets a person yeah. to want to even explore the idea of extra income yeah. or trying to make money in a way that they're not used to? Yeah. I love that your story is about you and your friends back home, right? Yes. But how did that friend, who didn't have as much as you at the time, yeah. even know about Forex? Where does a person get to know about Forex? Yeah, that's actually quite a good question. Um, but so he was more this side full time, mm. just that, you know, during holidays, we all go home. and we. So I'm assuming he found out about this. And when he disappeared, he obviously was not home. Mm. So he was it was in Houting, so he was not in Limpopo. So I'm guessing that's how he found out about it. Mm -hmm. My thing was not uh, where did you find out about this is I see it working for you. I want to know what it's about. Okay. And yeah, so. So what if somebody's watching this conversation now and they're going, oh, it's a sponsored video. They're probably scamming us so we can buy Okta FX product. Yeah. What would you say? What, what, why do people think that Forex is a scam? Um, I think it's the way that we've presented it. 
Okay. And, um, you know, having been one of the pioneers in South Africa, in the South African forex industry, having been one of the people that have brought it out there into the limelight, I'd say the way that we packaged it was wrong. I'd say we have to take accountability as well to say we... I remember, man, at 23, touching millions as a young kid, you know, we're driving all of these expensive cars. You know, I remember we had gold-wrapped cars. We said we're bringing Dubai to South Africa and all of that. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) And the way it was so flashy, we made it seem like that's all it's about. It's it's just this fleshy thing where people just have to be fleshy. It's easy money. Mm. That's how we presented it to the public, yes. right? And that has always been the the perception, perception yeah. of what forex is about. But in reality, it's not. So why it's, why does the forex industry portray itself that way? It does look very flashy, get money quickly, uh, rich boys club. You know, how come it is positioned that way? And I know in marketing that we say features tell benefits sell, right? So you guys are selling the end result of the work. But why don't we actually sell the work when it comes to Forex? Um, It's... There's, 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 there's many reasons and there's many aspects to it, right? Um, So I'll speak... Uh, from a trader's perspective, and I'll okay. also speak from someone who's just standing outside and looking at this industry and just analyzing it, right? So from a trader's perspective is, again, remember when I speak for myself and the people that when we start, when we started out, we also saw a gap in the market that people really want to learn about this, mm. right? So if people want to learn about this whole thing, Again, it's the, the, the benefit of what is the benefit of this thing that you want me to learn. Mm-hmm. So we started our academies uh, from back then. We started um, my academy, I think it's about seven years old now, where we started teaching people about Forex trading. So for us to um, to let people know that what we're doing is working, they needed to see the results or the better yet that's what we thought mm-hmm. right again remember we can only give out based on what we know yes what i know is i was inspired by a kid my age that brought a that bought a brand new car mm-hmm. so my goal was to buy a brand new car for myself when i do that i inspire someone who thinks just like me mm-hmm. right so that becomes and again um <laughs> i always say this industry is not different from a, from a, uh, the hip-hop industry. Yep. Yeah. It's no different at all. When we're looking at music videos, what do we see? Fleshy cars, people are bowling in clubs, mm-hmm. nice clothes and all of that. This is what we consume on mm-hmm. TV. This is the lives that we want to live. So when we get a little bit of money, what are we going to do? We're going to do that. So when the kids that are looking up to us... They see what they see on TV. They see it in real life. What are they going to do when they get a little bit of money? Do the same thing. Do the same thing. So it it always, you get what I'm saying? Mm. So that is from a a trader or a mentor's point of view where I'm saying if we believed at the time that people want to see this fleshy lifestyle because it inspires them to, you know, to to also want to do this thing, right? Uh, so from just an analyst point of view, I think the biggest factor has been this was new money. Mm-hmm. And we were first generation. Mm-hmm. We were never taught about money. We didn't know what money was <laughs> at the time. Like I said, where I come from, to even, not to achieve, to dream 
about those things my environment doesn't allow me mm-hmm. to 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 even dream never mind achieving it just to even think that i could mm-hmm. i remember when i was in high school i had I've, i've always been a different kid you know telling my friends this is what inspired me i remember i saw a magazine cover i was very young. i can't remember probably maybe in, in primary school if not early high school i saw bill gates and at mm-hmm. the front page it said the richest man in the world wow that didn't sit well with me mhm how can one person be richer than everyone else so i started having like i said i'm a very curious person how does it happen mm. right how does it happen so that's where my mindset was the idea was always to be on the front front of a magazine richest person in the world wow that was that was my thing right <laughs> isaac the big dreamer i <laughs> love get, that i love you get, that you get yeah. what i'm saying so yes. And again like I said the environment that I was coming didn't allow that I always have conversation there's no way I'm going to you know um just die poor I'm going to be rich that's always been my conversation from a very young age right wow. but dreams with without uh proper planning and with without proper foundation they can be very dangerous mm-hmm. you know it's like a gun a gun in the hand of a, of a cop is a good thing but in the hand of a bad person that could cause damage same thing as dreams and ambitions okay right same thing as money mm. so money is a very i always say money is a very you know is a very bad master but it's a very good servant hmm. right yeah <laughs> if it masters you it will definitely destroy you there's no other way about it so i think from an analyst perspective it's that thing that we are first generation to hold this type of money yes. we survived on 5000 rand salaries 10,000 rand salaries and so majority of us mm. right we come from those households right and to get to a point where you make millions at, at that young age so easy you know and from all these other other you know income streams and you get to a point is like money is nothing i can do whatever you start feeling invincible it's like no but you can't be touched you know you get yeah. that like superman complex exactly. you know and exactly. and it happens to most people when they make their first million exactly you know because you just mm-hmm. think you're on top of the world you're young you can do anything and mm-hmm. there's a sense of i'll still find more money right so you don't feel like if you blow this million there won't be another yeah. one that comes exactly trust me guys success is a drug yeah, <laughs> it, it really is, is a drug it's dangerous drug it's a dangerous drug dangerous but also drug, yeah. It would be so cool to see more young people being able to experience that yeah. because when you blow money when you're young you've yeah. got so much time to fix yeah. it. You know, but if it happens to you when you're older yeah. it's a little it's, bit harder to fix yeah. that thing, you know. Yeah, no, I agree and it's it's a thing that I always say and it's unfortunate that most of us never learn mm-hmm. that lesson. Yeah. Right? Um we become so entitled to the money that when it's life starts happening we feel depressed we we want to maintain it we end up getting ourselves into debt we start doing shady things that's where the scamming comes in into trading aha uh-huh. see where i'm leading you i see yes. okay <laughs> right okay. so first like we, we we start with the intention of just being good but mm. then now because i've put myself up there I'm a rock star with your gold cards. With my gold cards. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, you know. Yes. And every and the people's perceptions of you are very dangerous as well because mm. people expect 
so many things from you and you when whenever reality hits you're not making that money there's always seasons in life mm-hmm. right there's good seasons there's bad seasons when you're not making money in those bad seasons and you feel like you have to maintain that lifestyle, uh, that lifestyle yeah. you know and there's opportunities presenting themselves to you of how you can easily do people right that's where a lot of people just end up taking people's money saying they're going to trade for them end up scamming people and so forth you know so it's a this game is dangerous mm-hmm. um, i i just want to put it out the forex trading is very dangerous if you're not careful it can destroy you um it i i've seen a lot of people getting destroyed by by this industry i i wouldn't even say i'm you know i'm strong but i believe it was by the help and by the grace of god that i was able to even at my you know lowest moment i was able to to bounce back and realize you know the truth behind this industry because as you said success is a drug mm. and you can be addicted to the point where you don't see what it's doing to you right yes. and um and remember if it damages you it also damages people around you it damages mm. the relationship where you end up being isolated you end up being called a scammer you end up end up doing shady things you you are you you are you are a loose cannon mm-hmm. you know, you're no longer um you're no longer sober minded in, in that so that is what people see mm-hmm. from the outside so right. to 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 add on to what you're saying, yeah. I want to ask this question because I want us to get into the nitty gritties of Forex yeah. as well. But you spoke about your your background and you guys making all this money and you said, yeah. we didn't know what money was. Yeah. What is money? Good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always ask these questions when I do my talks because again, yeah. I believe a lot of people don't know what it is. We wake up every morning chasing this thing we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. For me, money one is um, it's a spiritual entity, mm-hmm. right? Money itself is a spiritual entity. What we hold as paper and currency, that's what that's a representation of what money is, right? Mm. Uh, secondly, it's a tool, right? And I always say money needs to achieve. There are three things that money needs to achieve when it comes into your life. Three important things. It needs to solve a problem, mm-hmm. one. Secondly, it needs to help other people. And thirdly, it needs to multiply, right? So whenever you go outside of these three things when it comes to money, that's what I call money abuse, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> if money doesn't do these three things, that's the purpose of money. Yes. It needs to solve your problem as the person that receives it. It needs to help other people. Mm-hmm. It's not about accumulation. It's about circulation, mm. right? That's the purpose for money. And number three, as I said, it needs to multiply. Whenever you don't, you don't multiply money, you're abusing it. And as I said, remember I said it's a spiritual entity. It has eyes, it has ears. If it doesn't do these three things, it'll find a way to live your life, mm. right? And everybody watching here, I'm sure all of us have said this. I had so much money, but I don't know where it went. Yes. You're not that stupid, right? Yes. It found (laughs) its way to live your life. Mm -hmm. And money is so powerful that it can compel even your behavior. Yes. Right. 
but that's another conversation for another. That's a, it's yeah. like we need to have three or four episodes because there's so many topics you're unpacking there where I'm like, we need to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. But I like what you're saying. You spoke about how money has to circulate, yes, right? Yes. And I like that concept because it reminds me of Forex and what I believe Forex to be. Yeah. But before we even talk about what I believe it to be, because I'm yeah. not the expert here, you yeah. are. Can you just give us a, a simple idea of what Forex is? What is Forex? All right. So forex trading from a retail trader's perspective. It's, What's a retail trader? Okay, a retail trader is us individuals who participate on a smaller scale okay. in the forex market. So think of forex trading as a market where mm -hmm. buyers and sellers meet. Mm -hmm. But instead of selling goods and services, they are selling currencies, mm -hmm. stocks, options, commodities. Right? It's a global market. Right? It's um the the cash flow in forex trading it's about seven trillion dollars a day. Whoa! That's how much money circulates in forex trading a day. So this is where banks, big uh, financial um, what you call institutions. institutions yeah. This is where they all meet and transact. Okay. Right. That's forex trading as a whole. It's an exchange of currencies as well. If right now I travel to Dubai and I change my rents for for the dirhams. I've participated in forex trading, mm -hmm. but that's on a bigger scale, right? Yes. From a retail trader's perspective, it's more speculating of what these big entities are going to do, mm -hmm. right? So let's take the South African rents and the dollar because that's what we relate to more. So my job as a trader is to look at those graphs that you guys see on this on uh, whenever we so post complicated. the, the oh screenshots. Yeah, <laughs> that's data that's given. So so that that data there is basically what these big institutions are doing. Mm -hmm. We receive that data from those graphs, and our job is just to speculate mm -hmm. the next move of what these guys are going to do. Right? Say for instance, we have the dollar, we have the South African rent. We look at the chart and we say the dollar today when I checked in the morning was sitting at I think it was eighteen rand thirty. One dollar equals to eighteen rand thirty cents. So it takes the eighteen dollars thirty cents to buy one dollar. Yes. I think we all understand exchange rate, right? Yes. So what I will do as a trader is I will look at those charts and I will say, based on what I see here, I predict I don't want to use the word predict, but for understandability, I predict that um the dollar is going to rise against the rent. So that means it's I'm predicting that the dollar is going to rise from eighteen rent thirty to maybe eighteen rent ninety. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm speculating that based off I'm not just guessing. Yes. Based off the information I receive from those graphs. I'm trying to use as simple language as, as possible, yes. right? Yes. From those graphs that you guys see we post. I'm trying to I'm getting data from there and I'm making the speculation. Okay. And then what I will do in this in that instance, since the dollar is eighteen rand twenty and I'm saying it's going to be eighteen rand ninety, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy the dollar low. Right? Because it's cheaper, right? Because now. it's cheaper. It's okay. a it's a concept of buy low, sell high. Mm -hmm. I buy it low at eighteen rand thirty and then when it gets to eighteen rand ninety, I sell it. Then I've made a profit. Why would somebody want to buy your dollars at eighteen ninety? I'm selling it there. Yeah. So why would somebody want to buy it at that price? Like, I, I'm trying to understand the full concept because, let's say you've you've made the prediction, yes. right? Yes. And then you buy a lot of them because you're predicting that it's going to get to that amount. Yeah. Are you saying when it gets to that amount, yeah. you sell? Yes. 
why would somebody be buying it that's from you? that's where i was gonna come in so okay. in the context of retail trading when we buy we simultaneously sell okay right so in the market again there's like i said it's buy low sell high there's mm -hmm. buyers and the sellers in the market mm -hmm. so it's a group of people or group of companies again for understandability i will not use the jargon that we use in forex trading mm -hmm. just big companies a lot of just big people with big monies you know some are waiting to sell at that price some are waiting to buy at this price so whoever puts in more volume in the market that's where the market is gonna go mm -hmm. does it make sense makes sense exactly so we call them currency pairs so it's the dollar the the south african rent it's a pair when i'm buying it i'm simultaneously selling the rent okay so i'm buying the dollar simultaneously selling the rent so when get we get you. to where the rent is uh is weaker you just put in more money down there and then it falls down mm -hmm. does it make sense mm -hmm. okay yes so that makes in, sense. in 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 that's in simple terms trying to so people can understand what exactly is it that we do we do it online we're not buying physical dollars we just speculate this is what's going to happen this is the price of where we think the dollar is gonna go and then we just participate in that on a smaller scale as retail traders and obviously again if you are wrong in your speculation then you are in your losing position mm -hmm. so if again in the same scenario i say the dollar is going to go to 1890 and the dollar goes to 17 rand i've lost yes that's where what we call blowing accounts or losing your money comes in okay. because i was wrong in my speculation which is why education is important okay yeah that's so interesting yeah. i know a lot of people confuse forex with um we were speaking about it just yeah. just crypto. now crypto yes what's the difference then all right so um you can trade crypto mm -hmm. right the same way you trade in forex um or let me first maybe start explaining what crypto is i'm not much of an expert in crypto mm -hmm. but crypto is what we call a digital currency mm. right as you see we are in the fourth industrial revolution right now the, the world is moving digital we're digitalizing everything so this is not your traditional currency we're talking about bitcoin ripple dogecoin uh you know all of these cryptocurrencies yeah. that people invest in so with with uh with cryptocurrency there's two ways you can either invest in it or you can trade it mm. but but majority of the people what they do is they invest in cryptocurrency what you do is first like when bitcoin came out i almost like i was so angry at myself why didn't you take this opportunity yeah when it came out it was so it cheap. was big and it was cheap you yeah know, selling at cents yeah. got up to i think it was about sixty thousand dollars or so you get what i'm saying mm. um so but the the idea is the more people buy in the more the value of it goes up the more people pull out it drops mm -hmm. right because more people have taken out money out of it then it drops so that's what crypto is more like but you as a, as a trader i could trade bitcoin as opposed to investing from it again i still get that data okay people it's like people are pulling out then i can sell the okay. bitcoin I get on that. my trading platform yeah. or like now bitcoin is going up you could buy bitcoin you can buy like i just bought um ripples a couple of weeks ago right because it's going up i mean it shot from when i bought i think it was sitting at nine rent something now it's sitting at 11 rent something mm -hmm. right so you see that the th movement. that 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 growth is yeah. general it's not, that's where now the passive income comes in my money is just growing and i'm not actively trading in 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 cryptocurrency but the difference is that is with with crypto it's more about investing in it and wait for it to grow mm -hmm. you can also actively trade it but then trading is just more about actively trading in and out you can do it every day 
So what I'm hearing you say, because I'm thinking about what you're saying in relation to Forex, yeah. right, is that because in the Forex game, yeah. you've got banks and other uh, institutions that have been vetted, that are yes. credible, playing yes. in the game, yes. it's actually a safer thing to play, Absolutely. right? That's what Absolutely. I'm getting. And then I'm also understanding from what you're saying that Forex isn't necessarily a passive stream of income but it can definitely be an extra stream of income absolutely. because you do have to sit there and check the markets every single day and absolutely. check the movements absolutely. am i correct absolutely yes okay. that's that's correct so with trading again remember again we go into the conversation of what is money so there's different types of income we have active income we have passive income we have um you know um residual income we yes. have all of these types of incomes where but when it comes to trading itself, the trading, mm -hmm. you have to actively be on the charts for you to make money, mm -hmm. right? If you are not trading, you won't make money. Okay. However, in tr the trading industry or the forex industry as a whole, there are avenues that can generate you passive income. Okay. Like the most popular one is what we call copy trading, right? Copy trading is basically following... Um, professional forex traders trades okay right so it's an automated system like i said everything has been digitalized now so what you will do is you'll go on a okta platform you go to okta uh, copy trading you see the the stats of other traders there and you say this looks like a good trader so i'm going to link my account to this person's account and whatever they do on their account will duplicate on mine so you as an individual you're not trading per se mm -hmm. but that other guy is trading on his account you're just copying his trade and if he makes money you make money if he, he loses you also lose so that could be a passive income stream because you're not actively making that money you're just putting your money and then the other person is growing his money and your money is also growing another thing uh, which is um, a most uh, popular passive income stream in our industry now is what we call introducing brokers mm -hmm. right so introducing brokers are guys um, that are like I'll call them influencers or call them um, yeah. guys that are well known yeah, right thought or leaders. They, yes yeah. or they have access to people mm -hmm. right um, so you you can work with a with a broker, introduce people to that said broker, and then broker can pay you commission. Okay. So it's like you work once, and then as long as the people are actively clients of that said broker, then you can generate income from that as well. Let's yeah. slow it down here. Yes. For everybody who's watching, they've got interest, but maybe it might be a bit murky. Yeah. A broker is the person who does the trading. Am I correct or am I incorrect? Incorrect. Who is a right. broker? So let me let me put it this way so for understandability, right? So as I said, we have the forex market as a whole, mm -hmm. right? Where the that's where the big sharks are playing. Mm -hmm. We have us as retail traders, we are the small fish in sure. the pond. Okay. The guys that are just trying to scramble the scraps, mm -hmm. right? But trading was decide was designed in such a way that you need huge capitals to be able to access the market. Mm -hmm. Right. So only rich people could access the market. Now, what a broker is, is the guy in the middle. Mm -hmm. The middleman that says, I have the leverage to access the market. You don't. Yes. So what you can do is you can trade the market through me. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So the broker is the middleman. So as a retail trader, I cannot trade straight on the forex market, but I can trade through a broker. They will give me price feed 
from the market mm -hmm. right i will do those and they will give me a platform to do the analysis from mm -hmm. and then when i take it's so what they gave us leverage so leverage is basically saying um we have what we call it let me um i'm just trying to see if they will understand but i don't think they will so let's say leverage is basically saying your one dollar is equivalent to a hundred thousand mm dollars -hmm. that's what leverage is basically is okay so when you take a one dollar trade is equivalent to a hundred thousand units in the real market but mm -hmm. because you don't have a hundred dollars you need the broker to get that leverage to be able to trade okay does it make sense that makes sense yes so that's what the broker is so for us retail traders we trade through the brokers so Okta FX is a broker. Yes, Okta FX. Well, they no longer Okta FX. It's now Okta. They've rebranded. Love Okta. it. <laughs> yes. Love it. Okta. Okta. Yes. So yes, they are a broker. They are middlemen. We trade through mm -hmm. them. Yes. Yes. And I love that you corrected me because you know, whenever we have these kinds of conversations, I mean, people are exposed to brands on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah. And I know there are lots of people watching this. Even if we write Okta here, they're yeah. still going to say Okta FX. <laughs> <laughs> so we need yeah. it from the horse's mouth saying it's yeah. Okta, guys. Yes. not Okta FX. Yeah. They've rebranded yeah. because there's so many more things available on the platform, Absolutely. if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. So this whole concept of Forex and trading and brokers and stuff, it is quite complex. Yes. How does a platform like OctaFX, for example, make it easier for us? Because you said it's easy money, but to me it sounded very complicated. <laughs> it's really not easy money. Okay. Uh, we thought. It was easy. We thought it okay. was easy money. Yes. Um, it's not easy money. And to the viewers out there, I just want to say there is no such thing as easy money. Mm -hmm. And I always say this, whoever chases easy money will ultimately pay the price to prove that there is no such thing as easy money mic drop <laughs> hectic right. yes let me repeat that i wanted to stay whenever you think easy money whenever you think or whenever you are chasing easy money let me look in the camera whenever you are chasing easy money please note that you will be the one to pay the price to prove that there is no such thing called easy money Boom. Right. I just wanted to get out of the way. That's uh -huh. why we fall into scams. Because mm, we want easy money. Then you, you lose and then that's the price you've paid to prove that there is no such thing as easy money. Mm -hmm. So whenever it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. <laughs> exactly. Right. So we thought that trading is easy money, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just like any other business. It's going to require dedication. It's going to require hard work. It's going to require knowledge. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, knowledge. Something is is only as complicated as you don't understand it, mm -hmm. right? Like I don't I don't know how to cook. Cooking looks complicated to me, but my mom can do it half asleep because she understands it, mm -hmm. right? Same way with trading. Trading looks complicated if you don't understand it. So platforms like Okta, you get free educational material. Brilliant. Mm. They have thousands of hours of free educational material every single day pretty much there's live trading sessions there's uh, webinars free webinars on youtube you can uh, subscribe to the octa youtube channel where you get knowledge from different people different experts from all different parts of the world right there's webinars um there's free educational material on the octa we uh, website you can get this for free and just study at your own pace, right? Mm -hmm. There's also, um, they also do um, 
like giveaways where you can uh, trade on a demo account. A demo account is virtual money. Okay. You don't put in money. It's like a practice account mm. where you can practice the practice, practice and sharpen your skill. They have a contest where if you are the best trader on that, um, what you call on that practice account, you can you can even get uh, money. You can win up to I think it's about to five five hundred dollars or so. It's about ten thousand rands. Yeah. It's about ten thousand rands. So those those are uh, you know a platform that Okta has created for traders or for people that want to learn how to trade. You get the knowledge. You get the opportunity again to showcase your skill and still you know be be compensated for that or be you can win you can win that money so yeah man it's a it's it's just a brilliant concept for me because you know um i have uh i have an academy where we charge quite a lot of money to teach you how to trade mm-hmm. and you can get all of these um you know information for free on the octa platform so Somebody would say, then why are you amplifying your competitors? I'm not amplifying them uh, in a sense of, again, remember, uh, we have what we call strategies. Mm-hmm. So the information that you will get there, it's not the same information that I'm going to give you. Mm. right? I have my own experiences. I have my way of trading. There's different styles of trading. Mm-hmm. So for me, is if you want to trade like easy mm-hmm. then this is what i'm teaching you yes you get what i'm saying but yeah. again it this does not negate the fact that um all of you know not all of but you can get this free information on the octa which is very valuable information that could really take your trading to the next level wow okay so we know now that the octa fx the octa oh. platform <laughs> is a brokerage yes. in that sense yes what should we be looking for as the average citizen who doesn't know anything about forex yeah. what do we look for when we're looking for a broker, broker. in sa all right first things first regulation okay. there are a lot of fly by nights out there uh, you know people operating without being regulated so in south africa a broker needs to be regulated by the fsca which is the regulatory board for any financial activities happening in south africa mm-hmm. they regulate banks insurance companies um, funeral palace, whatever that has to do with public funds, mm-hmm. they regulate. So a broker needs to be regulated. Same way Okta, although a global broker, is regulated in South Africa by the FSCA. That's number one. Number two is you need to look at the technology, right? We are, again, as I said, we are in the fourth industrial revolution. Technology is very important. You want a smooth platform, mm-hmm. right? I've always seen traders complaining. If you're a trader, you will know what I'm talking about, especially people that are not trading. Please, you don't have to listen to this, but <laughs> you want to understand we have platforms that are freezing or they're going off codes and all of that. You you need super fast execution as a mm. trader right especially in volatile markets because you don't want to be left so number two you want to look at the technology right number three is you want to look at the deposit and the withdrawal methods mm-hmm. right um i like my money in my bank account right i always say if the money is in my trading account is not mine yet it's only mine when it's in my tr- in my bank account yes. so you want to look at the deposit and the withdrawal methods of that particular broker right um like with octa they have visa they have skrill they have ozo you can literally get your money within one hour of making Ooh. a withdrawal you can do that's it. very sophisticated exactly you can yeah. do instant deposits you deposit now the money is in 
immediately. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Withdrawals, like I said, within an hour tops, you have your money in your bank account. They do even South local South African banks um, withdrawal options. So you want to look at those two, top three things, regulation, technology, the withdrawal, and uh, the deposit methods. Going further, I don't think for people that are new will understand, but you, we look at things like spreads, we look at things like swap, but I feel that it's more for people that are, you know, have a little bit of knowledge about trading, but for people that don't know, that really doesn't matter for now. But the, the most three important things is that it's regulation, it's technology, it's the withdrawal and the deposit methods. Okay, so yeah. that's pretty simple for me. In fact, like I feel like I could go into trading right now because I, I have the gist of it, right? Yeah. But there are also people on our platform who might be traders and yeah. they're watching. Do you have any tips for them in terms of navigating the South African market mm. and working with different brokers? Um, my tip for traders is, I'll, I'll go back to what I said, let's stay away from the, the idea of quick money. Mm -hmm. um, let's move away from that. Forex trading is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's just like any other business. It's going to take a while for you to be profitable. It's going to take a while for you to be a professional trader, right? You need to invest the knowledge. You need to be dedicated. You need to be determined. Sometimes it takes, even now, 10 years still in the game, I'm still learning, right? So you always have to be open to learning. There's no, I've arrived, mm -hmm. you know, uh, moment in trading. There isn't. Every single day you need to evolve. Mm -hmm. That's one. Um, number two is... I understand the the hope that forex trading brings, mm -hmm. but it's important that in our aspirations, in our ambitions, we need to be realistic. We can dream big, but let's be realistic. You're not gonna turn a, a thousand rand into a million. Let's forget that, right? Let's move away from that. Okay. Theoretically, it looks like it will happen, but in reality, it really doesn't. And if it does happen, it's by luck. It's one out of a million people. Really? Yeah, you get okay. what I'm saying? So let's move away from that because I feel like a lot of people don't even see their progress because they are so focused on that bigger number, mm -hmm. right? So if you always thinking, my goal is to get to a million, if you make 900,000, you still feel like you're a failure. Ah, wow. That's hectic. But it, that's 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 how that's how, think, that's how human yeah. beings are, mm. right? If I wanted to make ten and I make nine, it doesn't feel like it's a win, mm. right? So move away from those big numbers and start having gradual growth, man. It, you know, small profits. It takes one brick to build a house. You just put one brick, one brick. Eventually, you'll have the millions that you want. But stop focusing on the bigger numbers. Focus on the now. The future is good. Mm. The future is good. But the future has been taking care about what you do now. If you focus on the future too much and forget to do what's important right now, you'll eventually get to the future and realize you did nothing. Yeah. Right? All you did was wishful thinking. So let's move away from those those mindsets of, I'm going to, nah, it doesn't work. Focus on those small wins. Focus on those small profits and build up gradually. And also... Let's have multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. You will not, and a lot of people are always fighting me for saying this, and I will say it again, if you want, take me to court. You will not be financially free 
if you're only depending on one stream of income. Mm. I don't care if you're making 10 million rands a day on that particular stream of income, but it's still not financial freedom if it's only one stream of income. Mm -hmm. And if we understand life and we are not living in a Disney movie, we understand that in life there's always seasons. Mm -hmm. There's good seasons, there's bad seasons. You don't want to put your eggs in one basket. If things go wrong in forex trading, you need to have something else that's backing you up. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So have multiple streams of income. That's what I believe in. And this is my truth. And this is what I've seen work out for me. Right? Um, I have other businesses that I'm involved in. I'm not just relying on forex trading alone. Right? So that's my tip. Have multiple streams of income. Stay away from the get rich quick scheme mentality. You know, have realistic targets and um, the millions will come. Okay. The millions will come, but you just need to be realistic. So yeah. are you saying that I could possibly use Forex as a passive income tool? Possibly. In what way? Yes. As, as I, I said before, there's other things that you could do in, in trading mm -hmm. or in the Forex trading industry that could generate you passive income, like the copy trading that I mentioned. Um, mm -hmm. We can look at, again, being being an introducing broker, mm -hmm. but trading itself, it's more of an active income, right? You can use it as an extra source of income. And the beautiful thing about trading is that there's flexibility and accessibility. The market, the markets are open 24 hours a day, mm. five days a week. So even if you have a traditional nine to five job, even if you're running a business, you can still trade after hours. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And we also, like I said, technology. So it's so it's so you know it's it's making life very uh, easy for us, right? We have what we call pending orders. So even if you do your analysis and you say this is where I want to buy or sell at mm -hmm. this price. And by the time the market gets to that price, you're probably sleeping or you're at work or you're doing something. You can set pending orders that if the market gets to that level, it can trigger that price and execute your trade on your behalf. So the, those things, you know, that like I said, the flexibility and the accessibility of trading, it's, it's beautiful. Secondly is, again, the, the low... Um, the low capital, you know, uh, entry, you know, as opposed to traditional investments where you need big, big monies to, to invest in trading, you can start small. What's you know, small? Like a um, thousand rands? You can start with a thousand rands. I know like with Okta, I think the minimum deposit is about $25. I think that's about 500. Mm. But also with that, let's understand, let's not, you know, you know, <laughs> go over our heads. The more, the smaller you put, obviously the, the returns will be low. But you have that, um, again, we have different financial goals, right? Mm -hmm. For some people, if I'm making an extra thousand a month or an extra two thousand, that is good. You know what I mean? So you have that um, option to start small in mm -hmm. trading and just generate that, that few bucks that you, you want to make. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And since you are a businessman, you're an yeah. entrepreneur, Yes. And you are a trader as well. Yeah. What advice would you give people about balancing their multiple streams of income? Because it's not easy to manage all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It's not easy, trust me. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I just stayed at my job. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they say when yeah. you leave traditional nine to five to yeah. become an entrepreneur, you yeah. work for 24 hours a day. Yes. It's, it's yes. crazy. It's crazy. Um, It's... 
look, uh, you need to have a thick skin. Mm. Uh, you need to have a thick skin. It's not easy. And I can tell you the first few years of it, you might even want to consider suicide because <laughs> it's it's that bad, right? Mm. Uh, but the the advice I can give people that wants to balance is create systems and structures. That's my number one advice. If you have system and structures put in place mm -hmm. for everything that you do, the thing that kills us as young South African entrepreneurs is that we don't have a structure. Mm. We just do things irrationally so, right? I'll go to work whenever I feel like it. You know, I'll pay that invoice whenever I feel like it. I do business based on emotion. Nah doesn't work like that you need a structure you need admin you need you need other professionals that can teach you like personally based on of my rock star history <laughs> we know that i can't handle finance properly mm -hmm. so in my business as an entrepreneur if i want to if it's true success financial success that i want and financial stability i need people to handle my finances mm. right admin i'm not very good with admin i need people that can handle my admin mm -hmm. what am i good at i'm good at speaking i'm good at sales mm -hmm. let me focus my 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 energy on that and always con you know um improve on that yes. but make sure that i have systems and structures and a team of people that are handling my business that are part of my business and part of everything else that i do make sure that i always have a structure right Number two, um, please understand that you are human, mm -hmm. right? All of this money that we are chasing means nothing if you die, mm. right? There are more important aspects of your life than money, yes. right? So how I gauge my success or my prosperity, I always say, I gauge it based on five areas of my life. Number one, be it my spiritual life, mm -hmm. right? In order of priority, my spiritual life. Number two is my mental health, mm -hmm. right? my mental capacity, my mental transformation. Number three, it's my finances. Number four, it's my health, right? My body, am I eating well? Am I sleeping uh, well? Am I resting enough? Am I just taking time for leisure? Number five is relationships, right? the people around me, my family, my children, my fiance, my church, all of these people that are around me, my colleagues, my customers, do mm. we have, do I have relational prosperity? Mm. That's how I gauge my success, right? For other people, it could be different. But you need to find a balance. Understand that you are human, right? I've seen a lot of people outwork themselves. You know, um, I have a billionaire friend of mine where I remember we were driving three o'clock in the morning. We had driven about almost a thousand kilos in that day. Three a.m. in the morning, we are so tired, and we are driving. And I asked him a question. I was like, "We are uh, you are work, you are pretty much working harder than I am. I'm trying to get to where you are. When does it end? Mm. When is it enough?" Yes. He's, and he was so honest. He wasn't. He said, "It doesn't end." Yeah. You just have to keep going. You just have to keep going. But you need to, to make that distinction to say, this is enough. Mm. I can't do this. You just have to just close your phone and say, not today. Mm. Understand you are human. Your family needs you, right? Your friends need you. You need to have a life. So if you find the balance between your humanity 
in your financial life, it's easier to make even sober-minded decisions, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're always consumed by this, that's why a lot of us end up falling into financial traps because this is all we are consumed about. Every decision we make is based off this that we forget the decisions we make here could harm potential could potentially harm this other aspect of my life. That's why you find a lot of rich kids don't have relationship with their fathers or their mothers. Ooh, you're touching on something else there. You, <laughs> but you you're absolutely right. You're you get what I'm absolutely saying? Absolutely right. And it's a habit yeah. because I started small. I was, you know, I'm a hustler. I'm doing all of this. Eventually, you build that big corporate, but you're still doing the same thing. Mm. I'd say as we're starting out, find that balance. Mm. You need that balance. You get what I'm saying? I was fortunate enough to have people around me where I could learn from their mistakes as well to see. You know what? Money is important, but it's not that important. Not mm. at the cost of my health. Yes. Not at the cost of my mental stability, not at the cost of my relationship with God, not at the cost of my health, not at the cost of my relationship with my children. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So it's, if we understand that at the end of the day, the money is only as important as the people around us, right? We will understand that the people are more important than the money. Mm. Right, and I always make this example if you want to see that money is only made important by people if everybody leaves earth you won't need money if you're the only one mm-hmm. what are, who are you going to pay exactly what and for what <laughs> you get what I'm saying exactly. so if it's the people that make it important then it means people are more important so let's value, let's understand that we as people we are human and mm-hmm. we are important let's take care of our humanity right um structure understand that you are human and um what other advice could i give i think these two are the most important ones that i would say you know and obviously prioritizing right yes Um, you know we live in a world that's always talking about passion passion this is my passion (laughs) let me tell you passion doesn't pay bills Ah, that's a Uh, controversial (laughs) one yeah it's (laughs) they're not gonna like me for this passion doesn't pay bills okay prioritize in order of profitability huh. right my passion is speaking mm-hmm. i love speaking i can speak for free mm-hmm. but if speaking doesn't make me money as forex trading why am i focusing too much on speaking and neglecting forex trading right prioritize in order of profitability so make sure that you prioritize your multiple streams of income based. You put in more effort and more resources into the things that are generating your income. Mm-hmm. The idea is to be financial stable, not to to be happy. Yes. The I, when it comes to finances, the idea is to be stability. Is to have more multiple streams of income. Is to to be financially free. Yes. Passion makes you happy. It's feelings. They change every thirty seconds in your body. So they get angry whenever I talk about this. <laughs> it's, a touchy, it's a touchy subject. But it's true. Yes. Prioritize. And I'm not yeah. saying neglect your passions. Yes. You can still do them again going back to the balance. Mm. Have time for leisure. Yeah. Right. But understand if we're talking money, you need to prioritize in order of profitability. Put more resources to the ones that are making you more money. If some things, like I said, speaking, for me, it's passion, 
it does you know bring in money but it doesn't bring in money like the other things so i'll put in more effort in the other things in the other things put maybe one could argue that maybe if you put in more time in speaking it could get you more money that's that's another argument right mm. but again that's why you need what you need to be aware of what you're doing mm-hmm. and prioritize i'm looking at myself and i'm saying based on what i do this is where the more money comes in so i'm going to prioritize should speaking come to a point where i'm now being invited to places to speak and all of that i could potentially start putting resources into that mm. but right now based on the structure that i have and based on reality i i want us to understand it's it's important to have dreams but we need to be realistic and a thing that kills a lot of people is we look at first world movies and we forget we are a third world country now the things that happen in america in silicon valley they don't happen here mhm right mm-hmm. we need to be realistic mm. we need to under, and let's understand our economy let's understand the reality of our country it's good to dream mm. but what you see happening in silicon valley doesn't happen in south africa right what you see the startups doing there doesn't happen here so let's switch off netflix a bit and look at the reality mm. of what is going on in our world yes. and work according to that right so a lot of people and you know I, i almost touched on something but i won't get into it now okay. but a lot of people are frustrated because what we consume on tv doesn't seem to be our reality so we live more on what we cons- we live more in the fictional world mm. right of a perfect utopia utopian world and forget we are in south africa guys right uh i give an example about me i know speakers that are charging 10,000 dollars 50,000 to speak for an hour mm. who's going to call me and pay me half a million rent to speak in south africa mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying mm. if i try to fight that battle and i'm not saying there's there are no speakers in south africa that are speaking for that uh, amount for that amount yeah. obviously they are rare. it's rare yeah. right and again i need to be realistic based on the opportunities that i have around me my job is to make use of the opportunities that are available to me not to try and look for opportunities that i don't have mm. you get what i'm saying i use what i have until i can find one the dream is to be an international speaker i would do that i would neglect everything mm. but the reality is that i'm in south africa mm-hmm. and i have to look at the opportunities that i have around me mm. and i can you know cultivate those opportunities and eventually get to the big dream but i need to be realistic so prioritize in order of profitability prioritize in order of prof- profitability yes don't chase your passion i'm not saying don't chase your passion <laughs> i'm just saying passion doesn't pay, pay the bills, bills. I used to give talks to creators for different organizations yeah. and I'd say to them if your passion doesn't make money it becomes a pain. You know, and then you start hating this thing that used to give exactly. you life. So money can't be the reason why you're creating because exactly. creativity has nothing to do with money. Absolutely. So I I definitely agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. I've enjoyed our conversation. We could have a 5-hour conversation because there are many things that you said where yeah. I just want to talk about that but unfortunately we run out of time. Yeah. So before we end our episode, I want to ask you to just define what you would call or please give us your definition of financial freedom. And 
how that relates to forex and mm. finding other streams of income all right uh so my personal definition of financial freedom one is access to financial abundance that means having access to finance mm -hmm. or money cash mm -hmm. flow two it's not just that and you know two is having the relationships that can maintain that financial abundance hmm. okay right and i think again that's important we live in a generation that's always cutting people off we oh. live in a very selfish it's all about i i i if you want to be free in this life you need people hmm. relationships is a form of income i want to put it out there if you have the money but you don't have the people that can help you sustain that money eventually <laughs> you're gonna lose it eventually you need people yeah. that when things go bad i can make a call and say i need a million rand to be able to do this and that million rand will come right number three is having peace right because if your money steals away your peace you're still not free Mm -hmm. If you still have to look over your shoulder, you're still not free. Mm -hmm. So, in my personal way, is or my personal opinion, and my personal truth is financial freedom is having access to financial uh, abundance, having relationships to maintain your finances, right, or access to that finance, and three, having peace. Boom. Listen, you're going to be an international speaker very, very soon because you've got, you've got it. You've got the gift of the gab and you're actually sharing things that make a person think differently, you know, and I think yeah. that's the role of a real speaker and an yeah. entrepreneur to yeah. get people to see the world in a different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Isaac, for this Thank conversation. You. Thank it you was enlightening. It was amazing. I really enjoyed it. I wish we had more time. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. for real, because this is not, we're not trying to pretend just to be yeah. like, oh, ending we had more time yeah. for real i actually really? wish we had more yeah. time because isaac is sharing so many quotables that's yeah. what i call them quotables oh, like yeah. i could tweet off the things you're yeah. saying every single day for a month <laughs> these could be tweets because these are nuggets guys i yeah. hope you've written them down in your notebooks i hope that you keep going back to them especially now in the festive season there's so many opportunities to expand your streams of income Absolutely. right so this podcast Listen to it. Repeat it. Yes. Take his lessons. Follow him on Instagram. Follow Octa FX. Octa. Why do I keep making that mistake? The power no, it's, of brand, it's new. right? Yeah, the power it's new. of brand. It's new, so... Yes. Yeah. Follow Octa and learn about trading. Learn about how you can diversify your streams of income and become financially free. As you know, on this podcast, we encourage you to comment in the comment section below. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you'd like to know more of. And you can get the full description and links of everything in the description of this podcast. So there's literally nothing that we're not giving you right now to set you up for a life where you can become financially free. 
I really appreciate that everybody has been part of this community for the entire year and that you've sent me very positive emails about how these kinds of conversations have changed the way that you do business, that you do life, and that you approach relationships. That is the reason why we have these conversations. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, do all the things that get people to watch this podcast, to share it, to comment, to learn, to do all the things that they're meant to do to make our community grow. And until next time, you guys know this outro. The only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Label line with the podcast, teach you listen cause I got class. Label line with the impact, you be lying that's a real fact, come let me teach you a list.